And welcome to Podcast. Podcast is a podcast devoted to all kinds of different nerd stuff. Movies, uh, music, video games, and random topics which will be discussed at our leisure. I'm Rob Hughes. I'm CJ Larson. And on today's podcast, we will be chatting about what CJ just said, essentially. Completely random, folks. We have no script. We don't even really think of stuff before we start talking. It's just, this is on, this is on the go, on the fly. Two guys talking about random shit as they're hanging out on a fucking Thursday. Indeed. So, we are thinking of new taglines. Um, on the first one, I'm not sure if we talked about them really too much, but I got a few in the, I got a few working on. We have Podcast. It's a gas. Um, what do you think of that one? I like, I like that, that one. one. Yeah. That one's good. That was it's, the uh, first one. Yep, Jeff O'Cone. Jeff O'Cone, big. Mm-hmm. I told him I'd give him a shout-out. Uh, so, Jeff, for that one, thanks a lot. Wouldn't even have thought of that. And it came so easy to use. So. <laughs> so, we have Podcast. It's a gas. Um, we also have Podcast. We put other podcasts in the camps. Yep. It's a good one. And then my personal favorite, even if it doesn't make too much sense, makes me laugh, Podcast. Mel Gibson's dad says we never happen. No, we don't want to offend anybody, but it's all in good fun. And why don't you um, explain to the good people out there why we picked Podcast? Yeah, so, so. Podcast was originally the idea by me, because I would come out and pretty much hang out with you at your work, and we would pretty much do this, just talk about video games, music, whatnot. And one day, I was talking about how I listen to lots of different podcasts, and maybe we should do a podcast. And originally it was more of a joke being like, well, we'll do a podcast about German techno music called Podcast. But it evolved into what you hear today, which is us talking about random shit. Yep, so we're not Nazis, no hate mail on the name. Yeah, no Nazis. It's um, just funny. Just like Kevin Smith's podcast, they use their last two letters of their last name, S yep. and M, to make Smodcast. It just came out of conversation. Yep. So, so it was not intended to be nope. any kind of... Uh, there's no ill will with this name. Yep. It just makes us laugh. So on today's episode, I think the first thing we should talk about is an interesting article I was reading. Not really an article, a website um, from the Texas Correctional Facility. It was a list of death row prisoners and their final meals. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to die, you get your final meal, you know, what would you get? Now, in some of these people's cases... They had pretty big meals, actually, like stuff that I don't think you could all eat. I One guy had four double cheeseburgers with bacon, the works, chef garden salad on top of that, some baby back ribs, grape sodas, chocolate milk, all kinds of stuff. You also had guys that wanted green tea and water. Hmm. Um, if you were going to die and oh. you had one meal, what, if you, what, what do you think you would pick? I'd want a big-ass steak. Big medium, potato. Like, made how? Like big, big steak like made? Big steak, like uh, kind of medium well. Okay. I like a little more, kind of just, just pink in the middle, you know, a little bit. Not bloody. I don't okay. like blood all over. But uh, big potato with the works. Okay. Uh, can of Pepsi, because I love just Pepsi. A can of Pepsi? You want to yep. get a two-liter of Pepsi? It's your last meal. Chug a two. Well, I, it's your last okay, meal. Yeah, like, maybe. Okay, how about a one liter like of Pepsi? Be decadent, dude. Like, <laughs> you will die from probably lethal injection or worse. Like Mushrooms on the steak. Love oh, mushrooms. Maybe some garlic butter on there? Garlic not, butter. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Garlic yeah, butter. Garlic butter on there. Yeah. I want it prepared by Mario Vitale. Okay, good deal. Good deal. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
Sounds actually that sounds fucking good. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yep. So basically, steak, potato, and Pepsi. Is that is that it? I think that's. I mean, some kind of dessert too. I would say peanut butter parfait for dessert. Okay. Hell yeah, Dairy Queen. Okay. That's not that's not too bad. Um, I think I would have to get. Um, like one of the guys said, I'd have to get a few bacon double cheeseburgers. Uh-huh. Actually, I'd get the I'd get a few bacon butter burger deluxes from Culver's. Ooh, Culver's. Oh hell yeah, fucking yeah. butter burger, dude. <laughs> I'd get a couple of those. Um, I'd probably get a bucket of steamed clams, some garlic butter. Steamed clams, really? Dude, that's my favorite thing to go to Seattle. Yeah. All about the shellfish. Like I just I I can eat that the rest of my life. Uh, I, I'm not a seafood person. Well, it's fine because this, this isn't your last meal. <laughs> so some steamed clams in there. I'd probably get a few lobsters if they make them. Um, and even though I quit drinking pop, I would definitely have to get a 12 pack of Coke. Uh-huh. Um, I'd have to definitely get that. I'd probably get some fish food, um, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. It's like my favorite ice cream. Yeah. Um, I'd get a Caesar salad. Yeah, I should have got the ass. I'd want a Caesar salad. See, I'd get a Caesar salad. Caesar I'd get some curly nice. fries from Arby's. I'd get, I'd get a bunch of that. I'd probably get some roast beef sandwiches from Arby's. <laughs> How much can you fit in your stomach? Dude, it doesn't though? matter. You're going to die. Like, you're going to end up pissing and shitting yourself either way. And if you're going to end up like you do it in fucking seven, where you get like kicked in the gut and your fucking stomach ruptures. Yeah, that's even better. If I can eat good stuff and not just be force fed spaghetti, I'd be fine. Oh, I'd get some pasta. I'd get some, uh, I'd get some shrimp, uh, some shrimp alfredo in the mix. Um, so. And then pile it all into one bowl, KFC style. Quoting Patton Oswalt. <laughs> yeah, it is. That is good. America, eating my lunch from the bowl. Speaking of which, I mean, Pat. I mean, Patton Oswalt. Fucking the latest CD. When did that come out? Last year? I believe so. Because I'm listening to it and he keeps talking about 2006. Yeah, I want to so, say it's been out for a while, but I just picked it up. But quick, you know, comedy CD review. Uh, Werewolves and lollipops. Patton Oswalt. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now I have to say that CJ got me into Patton. Yep. Um, my only really um, prior to this was a really shitty Comedy Central special from the I think '99, <laughs> which is very misleading. Yeah, he's not funny in that at all. And yeah. him on, I think it was with a King of Queens. Yeah. So just, I mean, and, and honestly, like that's who I thought he was. Like just not a funny comic, and I just didn't get it. But uh, after you borrowed me, um, the kind of patent, feeling kind of yeah, feeling kind of patent, feeling kind of patent. This, this comedy CD fell in love with the guy. Yep, that's Dude, a great just, CD too. Oh, and he's just a nerd, and like you just you, you get every story he tells, yep. every joke he does is hilarious. And then finding out about Patton, of course, leads to Zach Galifianakis, which who's fantastic. Who's, Brian Posehn, yeah, Brian Posehn is awesome. Um, like the whole uh, comedians of comedy like team yes. is great. Yeah, so Mi- uh, Mia Bamford. Yes, right? yeah. she is hilarious. Very um, hilarious. She yeah. actually caught me by surprise. Um, so for those out there who have Netflix, I'm pretty sure you can only get it through Netflix. I know yeah. Blockbuster didn't carry it, but it's called Comedians of Comedy. There is it's there's two different discs. It's they have a documentary, and they have the, like the live stage show. Now, yeah. if you've listened to the CDs, the stage show is essentially that. It's most of that material. Yeah, I mean, there's a few different things. But the documentary in. was way yeah. Better. The documentary is great. It's just hilarious. So yeah. highly recommend Comedians of Comedy the doc. Um, and if you like that, also David Cross is also freaking hilarious. You know, I know a lot of people have darker, with him. like uh, darker. It seems like he would be an asshole in like real life. And he's meet. not really even a comedian, really. He, it, it, yeah, he kind of skirts that line between like, um, kind of like Lewis Black, where it's like more yeah. political or just his thoughts as opposed to actual jokes, yeah. which some people that turns people off. Um, but I think it's great. Shut up, you fucking baby. Yeah, great disc. Um, the, his other one. Um, it's not funny. 
wasn't didn't like I that did, one as I, much. Like just got that one actually yeah. and listened to it like a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And there are parts of it that are really funny, but there are parts of it that are just like kind of just shocky, you know, like I'm be real offensive and like yeah. it's funny and I don't, you know, it's not like I'm like offended by anything, but it's just not it's not like Patton, it's not like some of the other stuff. It's it's okay. I mean, it's just kind of and most people out there may know David Cross. It just seems kind of dickish, some of the stuff that he it says. Is. Like It is, but you might know him from Best in Show, or not Best in Show, <laughs> Mr. Show yep. with uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yep. Um, and he's been lots of bit parts. Like, if you if you don't know who run, he Ronnie, is. Run, Ronnie, run. Oh, Run, Ronnie, run. Not a movie for everybody. Um, <laughs> a lot of people hate it. I like uh, it. I love that movie. Yeah. So another movie recommendation from the podcast, Run, mm. Ronnie, run. Oh. Um, either love it or you hate it. There's really no middle ground for that movie. Yeah. You're either going to be bored, silly, or you'll... Like, the, some of the subversive humor is really, really good. So. And if you're like, well, I like David Cross on Arrested Development, that doesn't mean you'll like the rest of the stuff he does, because he's nothing at all like and that. Honestly, David Cross, to me, after the first, probably after, like, maybe middle of the second season, he became a character of himself on Arrested. Yeah. Where it just kind of, the joke got run into the ground. Yeah. Um. So, I, yeah, like you said, don't base... Just because he's on that doesn't mean you, you you might like his comedy. But for the most part, mm-hmm. if you know any of the people's names we've talked about, you'll probably like David Cross. Like, if you know who Zach is yeah. or Brian Posehn, and I guarantee if you don't know the name and you look up Brian Posehn, P-O-S-E-H-N, on <laughs> Google Images, seen him on you have seen him everywhere. He's yeah. always play, He always plays a creepy guy, you creepy, know, gangly guy. And I saw him on that... Uh... He was on Just Shoot Me. Well, just shoot me, but more recently on that "Thank God You're Here" show. That show sucks. I know. That show and is it's, not. I I thought that it was gonna be funny. It like, is not. It's it's not funny at all. Some sketches. And they were get kind some good okay. people too. And they get some good people. And the, then they the, never pick the good people as winners, which dad, just ruins yeah. it. The dad from Malcolm in the Middle, I uh, thought was kind of funny. But he but won the guy over, from E. Yeah. Was it Talk Soup? From Talk Soup. Or is that what it's called now? Yeah. It's still called Talk Soup? It, well, it's just called The Soup. The Soup. Yeah. Hilarious. So, yeah, once again, like I said. I forget the guy's name, but he was really funny. Oh, he was great, but the only reason the dad from uh, Malcolm was because he would just kiss every guy. Yeah. He automatically assumed that by kissing another man equals great comedy, so. Yeah. And Jason Alexander also won over Brian Posehn. Not funny. George Costanza, No. Not a big fan. Yeah. It so was... it was kind of kind of weak sauce for that. And and also um, Harlan Williams too. He also beat Harlan Williams, who was hilarious. Like I don't even like that guy. He's hit he or miss. Really, he was good on that show. I, I don't think I saw, I don't I don't think I might have seen that episode. But Harlan, his stand up, it's yeah, his really hit or no, miss. But as as like improv, I was really impressed with his improv skills. I still like him, and there's something about Mary <laughs> as the uh, the hitchhiker or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, that was good. He cracks yeah. me up in that, so that was always good. Um, so yeah, basically go out and check out Pat Oswalt, Zach Galifianakis, Brian Posehn, and Maria Bamford. Yep. Um, also Doug Stanhope, another one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, Doug Stanhope's good. He's raunchy. Oh yeah. I mean, just fucking raunchy. Like, <laughs> one of his bits deals with a bucket of snatches. That's one of his bitch. So, <laughs> if hearing bucket of snatches offends you, or you don't like that, you probably wouldn't like his stuff, but that dude's fucking hilarious. My buddy, uh, Adam got me into Stan Hope. Yeah. Because I've only seen him on uh, The Man Show, and I did not think he was funny in The Man Show with uh, Rogan. Oh, yeah. I didn't either. Just I was like, this guy is just 
dumb. He just I was never out. a huge fan of the Man Show. Like I like the original, like, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel and Corolla. Yeah, I mean I like Adam Corolla. I mean I listen to Loveline like all the time, but Loveline's another show that has totally gone downhill. Like ever since Adam Corolla left, they replaced him with some guy with the real. Uh, radio name I don't remember what it is but it's something it's not even like a guy's name it's just like some kind of like like, like rooster or something like that you know that's one thing no. that's coming to my head is man cow I, I don't know it. it's just horrible though like you know Drew's still Drew but this guy is just no Adam oh Corolla. so Drew's still doing it oh yeah I haven't listened to Love Line since I was like 15 well 13, I, I was this is like fairly recent archives that you can get on the internet I listen to a little bit because okay. I have so much time at work to listen to stuff but. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like that now too yeah um, what are some podcasts, other podcasts you listen to? On, on oh, man, I have a huge list of stuff, but well, my favorite like, yeah, would definitely be Smodcast. It's probably, like, my Kevin favorite. Smith, Scott Mosher. But the best show on WFMU, which is actually a radio show that you can get a podcast of, which is really good. Uh, I really dig that one. Uh, Darmalars, if you like Lost, and then when Lost is not going, Wait, you what's it called? Darmalars. Darmalars? Yeah. Like Which so was, I guess, the reason they picked that name is like, you know, in Lost when they drop food on the island. Yes. Uh, I guess they had like a shot of like a box of Darmalars, which is like Malamars. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So they named themselves after that. But when this when Lost is not going, they still do a podcast. Wait, it's pretty the entertaining. No, it's just some fans. Oh, it's a fan podcast. See, and I'm not a big fan of that because I do know that they have a creator podcast for Lost. Which I don't really like the creator podcast. I like the fan podcast. Oh, really? I just like hearing people like with their theories and like people call in with their theories and stuff. And like, everybody I like has that. a theory on that show. But that's cool, I, though. I like that shit. Like, don't want to talk too much about it because there might be some people out there that are waiting. Yeah, and we don't want to be a lost podcast, which could no. easily be. Oh, that could take <laughs> up the entire podcast. Yeah, because we're like, both huge lost fans. Yep, but, yep. Huge fucking fan of that show. Yep. Um, I'm a big fan of Dignation. Yeah, I listen to Dignation. And I totally, totally Rad, Rad show totally is Rad, good. So yeah. Kevin Rose, Alex uh, Albrecht, fucking hilarious guys. Oh. Um, always keep me entertained. Um, I like Totally Rad a bit more because Dignation's good, but they're just reading like the stories. Yeah, it gets kind of repetitive. I mean, but Totally Rad also. I, I guess it's because I listen to the audio version. Sometimes I feel like I'm missing out a lot. Yeah. Whereas Dignation, I don't feel like I need to be seeing it. That as is much. true because I actually just started watching Dignation, like I, I'm watching it, whatever the video, um, and I watched episodes that I've already listened to, and there are definitely things in there where I'm like, oh, okay, that makes okay, I get the joke now, or I see what they're doing, but uh, but there's definitely something to be said for a audio podcast instead of a video podcast because I mean, it's like the old time radio serials. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just sometimes I just enjoy listening to something because I you know have other things to be doing with my eyes than you know watching something, so. and I really can't watch those at work. So, well, exactly, and that's pretty much the only time that I you know get into the podcast thing. Also, uh, if you can find this. Which might have to do a little bit of torrenting. Uh, we do not we, condone. We do not condone piracy. Piracy is bad. But if but you, is it, is, you happen you to the Ricky show? fall and hit your keyboard, and somehow you got to a torrent site because of that, Possibly and then you fell again, and you happen to hit your keyboard and it typed in Ricky Gervais. Yep. The guy and from uh, the UK version of The Office. I don't even know. I mean, this is just... And Extras. Yeah. Is, I love that. I know you said you weren't really a fan of that show, but I love the show Extras. I want to give it a second chance. It. I don't know if I was in the right state of mind when I watched it. Basically, the premise for those out there who never even heard of the show, a little HBO show, there's, I think, 
fuck, like six episodes per season. I mean, it's very minimal. So you spend like 30 bucks to get 12 episodes. Not really worth it, really. But yeah. for people like me who don't have cable, who can't watch it as it's playing, don't have TiVo, totally worth it. It's basically Ricky Gervais um, plays an extra, and every episode is centered around a new celebrity. And the celebrities are in on the joke. And like the, my, one of my favorite ones with Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, where he's playing a Boy Scout in the, in the episode, and he's all like Boy <laughs> Scoutish, Harry Potterish, and as soon as the cameras turn off, He's trying to have sex and get laid, and he's smoking cigarettes. And like one of the funniest bits is that he carries around a condom in his pocket, and not in a package, mind you. Condom out of the package, fully unrolled, and he will break it out in front of one of the girls and be like, "Look what I have! What you know? You, what do you want to do?" And just stupid shit like that. And they have Sir Ian McKellen, which is another great episode. Um, I highly recommend Extras. I've only seen the first. The first one and the it's, some of the second episode. It's funnier because they do pick actors from usually. Well, a lot of actors are like UK actors. Yeah. And but and but they do pick big name ones like uh, Orlando Bloom, Ian McKellen. But they also have ones that are strictly almost UK that I, I didn't hear of. And I like, like Stephen no, Merchant a lot, who is like his manager on that show. Oh yeah, and I think he's a really funny writer from the, the Office. Po- and, well, from his podcast. Oh and, yeah, okay. Uh, actually, like well. There's the podcast which you can like buy off iTunes of Ricky Gervais. And you there's to also... buy it. Well, he charges money for a podcast. Yes, but it's like, well, I didn't really pay for it, but yeah, yeah I that's mean... fine. But I mean, but like, so if you want to get like, so if somebody like, so if somebody wants, to there, I mean, to there were pod... some free episodes too. Well, why like... do you charge? What do you get if you? charge i don't know and you can buy like cds of the podcast too i mean he see, just he really isn't making money off of that shit and see that's that's bullshit I'd but rather... what you can happen to find by you know stumbling onto your keyboard somehow is uh, well yeah i mean uh ricky gervais his uk xfm radio show that he had from like 2002 to like 2004 or 5 mm-hmm. i want to say and there's like it's a lot of like uh maybe t- three or four minute like clips but it's just tons and tons of them and if you listen to them in order like they make sense with oh. the music cut out oh yeah and it's hilarious i think that's like way way funny so i mean it's you... it's very british it's about a lot of british like you know tv and whatnot but it's just funny because so ricky gervais humor. is just great yeah see and the thing and is carl pilkington but the thing is though is people in the uk hate him uh, whatever like i they like hate him. him they he's just overrated and honestly his shtick can kind of grow thin. Like I'm a fan. I like. Yeah. I, I like the. I, I enjoy the UK office. The US version, honestly, a thousand times better. Yeah. Like a thousand times. I mean, it's different. It's you know the first six episodes of the first season of the US was like pretty much step for step from the first season of the UK, and yeah. I was like, this is weak. We can it so much better. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. But too. by second season, US version blew it out of the water. But him and Actors yeah. is funny. So but I mean, it's a whole different thing though too because it's that. The, the British version has a different kind of comedy style to it because it's British and it's more like uh, kind of the cringy kind of humor where it's like someone doing something so embarrassing like Ricky Gervais' character that it's just like I don't know he has no people skills well yeah which, which is and great I mean it's just the things that he does just funny like I remember that, like uh when there's like the girl in the wheelchair and he keeps moving her like over and over again there's like little things like that that I just find hilarious but I mean it's just so you I do know. recommend it's good. his podcast, I recommend though. it. Yeah, okay. I, I think it's funny. Like, so I've listened to iTunes. it a few times now. iTunes? Some of them? 
Some of them off but iTunes. The, but the, it sounds like you like the series or the was it XM Radio. But ones you can't better. get the XM Radio show. But you enjoy that better. I enjoy that better. And you can get that by falling on your keyboard, uh, on magically a, a, torrent a torrent site, site and. Yeah, people do share it. I mean, and I don't even know. You can't get that here. You can't. Someone just recorded all that shit and, like, you know, put it up on the internet. So, And not many people I know even have XM or Sirius Radio. And who, you know, how many people in the U.S. are actually looking for Ricky Gervais, like, XM Radio Show anyway? So. Yeah, I mean, he's not a household name yet. Yeah. Really? I mean, one day he probably will be here. Um, people who like comedy know about him, I mean, for the most part, but, uh... I did see some of... And did you know he was in, like, a band in the 80s? Yes. Have yes. you ever seen that video? Yes. It's a Sonora... Sonora? Yeah, Sonora and dancing, actually, and right? he actually, like, yeah, and he actually riffs on that in the second season of The Office. Or actually, the Christmas but if special. If you look at the, the video, like, online, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, such... I can't believe, like... It's cheesier, isn't it? It's, it's, it's isn't like cheesy. cheesy. It's cheesy, and it's, like, 80s, like, synth pop, yeah, you know? Yep, and yep. it's, like... I just can't believe that's him, because, like, he could sing back then, too, which was interesting. He can still sing now, and he can still play guitar, and that's the thing. Is like, yeah. Like, in his Simpsons episode, <laughs> like, just listening... To, like, and actually, I want a whole show of him just riffing on the guitar yeah and just talking over it or singing kind of like um oh another comedian dimitri martin yeah dimitri martin i I can't that dude is fucking hilarious it's just so it's so different too than anybody else for stand-up stuff oh my god and his synth and you know the synth he plays and just the music he plays as he just talks it's kind of like zach galifianakis and like the drawings too when he has the drawings of the big yeah, the whiteboard or whatever, the yep. pages that he turns. And, yeah. So, as you know, the second episode in, we just deviate. We talk about whatever. Like I said, totally organic. Yeah, just, from one thing to another. That's um, what happens when you have uh, pot-addled ADD minds, essentially. <laughs> just going to come out and say it. That's just kind of yeah. go from topic to topic, bouncing around. So, basically, yeah. So, B- CJ, like I said, loves... Ricky Gervais, XM Radio podcast. I like British iTunes. stuff, man. I mean, I'm a nerd, not only with like, you know. The IT crowd. You ever seen that show? No. Okay. So, okay. So they had technically, okay, the office started in the UK and then they brought it over here. The IT crowd is in the UK and the same people that brought the office to the US are bringing this show over. Huh. Um, you can actually, you can torrent it. You can go into YouTube and find it out. It's called the IT crowd. Um, it totally rings true to me because I worked in IT. <laughs> it's about two guys in, 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 at a company who work in IT and just their trials and tribulations. Um, and like the first episode, like I said, if you're not, if you don't know any computer nerd people, you might not think it's funny. It's not so much because everybody has worked in an office at some point. Yeah. Just or you know worked in that environment, but not everybody has worked in the IT field. So right. it's kind of more select. But like one of the first episodes, actually the first episode, and I can. I can attest that we did this a lot. Um, the phone's ringing, and the guy is sitting at his desk while the phone is ringing, and he just, you know, it just keeps ringing. He's looking at his coffee. He kind of switches it around. The phone keeps ringing. He lets it ring like 20 times. And then he answers, and he listens, and the first thing he says, restart your computer. <laughs> now, that might sound dumb, but we did that. That's the first thing we always say. It's a what? What? QuickTime's not working? Just restart your computer. Yeah. Give us a call back if it doesn't work. And nine times out of ten, for whatever reason, that totally worked. <laughs> so this whole show is these two guys. One of them's like the hardcore, stereotypical nerd, pocket protectors, big thick glasses, completely oblivious to how normal people act. And one is kind of like the 
grungy, music-loving type guy that just knows about computers and it knows it's an easy job. So I identify with that guy. Yeah. Because working in IT, honestly, like help desk level, technician level, anybody can do that job. Anybody could do that job. Once you learn the basics, anybody can do it. Like all you're doing is restarting computers and occasionally if they have a problem and you don't know, you Google it. Yeah. So I, I, I endorse that show. Like I said, it's kind of hit or miss with most people. But the IT crowd, they are bringing it over here. Um, and I really do feel like it might be butchered coming to America. Or they'll make it too stereotypical. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't talk today. Uh, Stephen <laughs> Carell, I think, really saved the U.S. version of The Office. Oh, he stepped it up once he once he made Michael Scott yeah. different from da- was it David was it was it Earl? What was Ricky Gervais's? Uh, Brent, say, something Brent. Uh, David Brent. David Brent. Yeah, yeah. but he uh, made it his own instead of being a copycat. I think Steve Carell's character is more endearing. Like at some points, you hate Ricky Gervais in that show. Like, cause he you is know, just a fucking prick. It's weird because the the first season is actually like kind of fun and like it's funny and whatnot. And then because I love the first season of the British Office, the second season takes this kind of weird dark turn, where it's like you kind of hate Ricky Gervais's character and like all the relationship stuff is kind of like really awkward and people are like a lot more mean and like snarky to each other and stuff. And he kind of like hurts people's feet. I mean, and he did it. And the first thing he hurt people's feelings because he's oblivious. But it's almost like, like you're saying, just it's more harsh. Yeah, like, you don't the, only the, laugh. There's a huge with it. difference between the first and second season because he wanted to end it because he's like, because he even said like it doesn't, it's not plausible to have a fake documentary go for more than two seasons. And the best part about the UK type of shows is that they end their series after one or two, max three seasons. They yeah. know how to finish it up as opposed to friends in the US yeah. that goes on for 10 seasons as a disclaimer um as before TJ says anything if he's even thinking of this behind me we have all 10 box sets of the friends um we have, I have every episode of friends ever made behind me on my DVD set so you're a fan of friends it's a guilty pleasure of mine yeah uh, I'm not going to disagree with you there. I'm sorry. I bet you thought I was going to. But no, I thought you were going to make fun actually, of me. I've, I've watched more than my share of Friends. And it's honestly, funny. I mean, it's, it's funny. great. No, but Courtney Cox gets super hot at the end. Rachel or Jennifer Aniston is super hot in the beginning. There's some good jokes and, there's and stuff, some, too. It's and funny. It's, it's, it's like, there's some funny stuff in there. It's a good show to turn your brain off at night and just yeah. kind of watch and not have to think about it. And I hate saying that because it makes me sound like an idiot, but... I'm not going to lie. Friends is a completely fucking guilty pleasure for me. My girlfriend loves it. I'm not going to go as far as to buy every single one on DVD. In my defense, I bought them for her. I bought them for her. She loved them. (laughs) And we honestly would just, we would throw it in before we went to bed at night. Dude, I can totally see you like clapping along with that thing. That seems long. Nope. Nope. I wish Leslie was here because the one thing I do, no matter what TV show I watch. I'll be there for you, Chandler. No, funny side story, the theme song, my old hairstylist, fucking random, my old hairstylist. Hairstylist, you have a hairstylist. I do. Well, I do. I, I will admit, the one thing I, I am... I just fucking go to cost cutters, man. No, fuck that. The one thing I do I admit to... I will never make an appointment for a haircut. The one thing I do admit to is I spend 35, 40 bucks to get my haircut. <laughs> um, I do this, A, for the fact that my current stylist is fucking hot as hell. 
Her name is Carrie. What's his name? Oh. Her name is Carrie. Not his name. <laughs> nice try there, you son of a bitch. A little late, but... Yeah, exactly. You, you, you were on time on that one. Her name is Carrie. I'll be there for you, Carrie. She's basically like an old school punk. Like, a little bit older than me. But honestly, I just went... And she's cool. She's, she's I think she's married at this point. Has a kid. But like, if you looked at her... She's like a suicide girl, man. <laughs> She's wearing, like, last time I saw her, which was last weekend, I finally got my uh, Beatles haircut chopped off, yeah. as CJ would refer to Oh, it. yeah, I didn't even notice yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, there's no more Ringo, there's no more Ringo yeah. haircut. Got kind of the short, just military style for now, but no more Ringo. But, uh, so I'm getting my haircut, and I look down, and this chick is wearing red vinyl, five-inch pumped heels. <laughs> and she is just, she's hot. And she's cool as hell to talk to. She's into like, uh, she has her, she has like a, what, a 56 Buick, completely pimped out. Um, her dad builds like street rods and like gave her this for her, like her, like, was it 24th birthday or something to start the car. The entire car inside is, is with um, stainless steel skulls and stuff. And to start the car, <laughs> you look at the FM radio and there's a skull for the volume. You pull it out, you turn it to the right, and you push it in and the car starts. <laughs> That's so, crazy. I mean, I'm not even a car guy, but she's showing yeah, me pictures. Either fucking sweet so yeah i do spend the 40 bucks to get a haircut i i do do this type of thing um the only reason is the cost cutters out there whatever i have to explain how i want my haircut and then it's always different with her i'm a regular i've been going on for two and a half years i come in she gives me the starving artist deal so instead of because she's like a what is she called because she's a manager so she's like the stylist guru because she's kind of like a like a hipster type place essentially it's called mia and max so very like everybody there has like tattoos and dreadlocks and just mm-hmm. very hippie hippie hipster punk style uh-huh. but i get the fucking the deal so she's like you're a starving artist which is completely false at this point i stopped really <laughs> trying to get into art i do it for fun but whatever so yeah. she's cool i get the head massage going on for like 10 minutes fantastic anyway this is where this was coming from was that my old stylist <laughs> brother-in-law wrote that song he's part of the band that wrote the friend song really so i thought that was weird so i just oh. i mean it's a stupid little thing to me but I, she told me that and i'm like really so I kind of know a celebrity, sort of, like, you know, a faux celebrity that cuts my hair, whose brother-in-law wrote the song, so. He just wrote the hand clap part. That's all he did. <laughs> like, he listened to it and was like, no, guys, we need the hand claps. <laughs> like, that'll get ingrained in people's heads, which it, it does, actually. It does. But but in my defense, and you can ask anybody who watched TV shows with me, I always skip. I just I just fast forward through the fucking intros, because I can't stand them. So it's the nice thing about watching DVDs of TV shows. Yeah. So, um. Prior to this, I don't know what the hell we were talking about and how we got into Friends. Uh, you were talking about how you love Friends and getting your hair styled and hanging out in airport bathrooms. So what uh, else? Yeah, I don't remember the airport bathrooms, but apparently <laughs> I do. I do like hanging out in airport bathrooms. I solicit men. <laughs> apparently, I guess that's where I was going with. Uh, uh, I'm getting you back for that fucking Alien vs. Predator shit. That's what I'm doing. Uh, I got so fucking slapped around. Oh, yeah, you got bitch slapped with good measure. Yeah. Good measure, dude. I'm sorry. That movie is shit. I'm not... Listen to the first podcast. Listen to how belligerent I am. Um, I'm only on beer number three here right now, so I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty calm. Been a rough day at work, so uh, not really belligerent at this point. Just trying to have fun, do a podcast. But uh, there are topics. I am a nerd, and I will get heated. And my opinion is right. Like that's just the ingrained in my head, especially with the movie like AVP. Now, speaking of movies, I don't want to get into the AVP thing again. Yeah, we'll I've had over enough that. of that. We'll However, that. another movie topic that is. A bit, uh, bit of an argument between us. Not huge, but uh, which is Resident Evil Extinction. Okay, at this point, I don't know. Do we? 
I think, did we talk about this in the first podcast? Like, okay, just a disclaimer out there. We've done, like, at least six <laughs> podcasts at this point, and yeah. we fucked up every one but one. So <laughs> yeah. we're hoping that this one actually goes out and is done. Um, Resident Evil, start from the beginning. Love the games. Um, four is my favorite. Uh, I love zombies. That's one thing you should know about both of us. Just yep. insane zombie fans, for good or bad. Um, but I And I own the first and second one. I don't really like them. I own them because they're zombies, and there's yeah. some cool parts. Huh. I enjoy the second one more because it's campy. Yep. Um, and for those out there there's who aren't some good nerds, parts in the second one. George Romero actually wrote the script for the first one, and a producer turned or the whoever the, the the studio was like, no, like the grandfather of zombie movies. We don't want your script. We will take the script from Paul Anderson, <laughs> who did such cinematic classics as. Aliens versus Predator, Soldier, <laughs> Event Horizon. Event Horizon, which is a good movie. I we that's a different topic, but <laughs> basically, in my opinion, the guy's a fucking hack. And since he was dating Mila Jovovich or is married to her at some point during the movies, decided to cast her in the movie and write the script himself for Resident Evil. And I have no problem with her though. I hate her. The only thing she's ever been good in: Daisy Confused when she played a drugged-out hippie chick, and. Fifth Element, when she didn't speak fucking English. She's not attractive. She can't act. Yeah. And I'm sorry, when, when, when the best part of Resident Evil in most people's heads is a scene that involves lasers and chopping people in half, is ripped off of a kick-ass B-movie named Cube that most people oh, yeah, have not yeah. seen. Cube is it, Cinematic Cube is abortion. Back to Resident Evil 3... I'll probably see it just because at this point I've already seen the first two. I won't see it in the theater. I will honestly. I'm gonna. I will fucking. I will pirate this movie. I will find it somewhere and not pay for it. I would see it in the theater, but I don't think anybody else really wants to. So I probably won't. And you know, honestly, when you have a zombie fan like me and who's just like, eh, you know, there I might. Parts of it look decent, but the whole fact that Mila is like a super god soldier. May. I don't get it. I don't get uh, it. Like, how is it How is it even scary? She can kill people with her mind at the end, right? And the second one, couldn't, yeah, she, I had a couldn't big, she look at someone and like kill them? I, it's been a while. That, but. And, yeah, well, that ending in the second one didn't make any sense. So I mean, she's a pawn I was all of Umbrella. About it. it didn't make. I don't get I, it. It's just so fucked up because it's like she pretty much dies at the end of the second one, but then she doesn't. She's like in this tank, like regenerative tank thing, you know, like comes Starship back. Trooper style. Yeah, comes oh, back. Uh, 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 Star Wars, uh, a back to tank style. Yeah, yeah, and, and then out there that know what back to is. Yeah, and so yeah, then she wakes up and like kills everybody in the lab <laughs> and has some kind of crazy mental powers where she can like pretty much destroy anybody with her mind. I, I didn't really get the whole ending, but I liked the rest of it. And I didn't think they could even make a sequel because of how they fucked up that ending where it's like she's all powerful and uh, but shit. But then she gets out with the guy from Deuce Bigelow and the guy from Friday Movies. and Yeah, I don't know what's I, up with that cast. And basically, my biggest gripe, like I was talking about earlier, was the fact that George Romero wrote a script that was based off the game that adhered to the game. I mean, granted, it did have the giant killer snake, killer shark in the, in the laboratories. For those of you who don't know about the game, um, which is weird if you don't in Resident Evil, pretty much everybody's heard of it or at least seen someone play it. Set in the mansion, Raccoon City, um, old-ass mansion, but underneath the mansion, giant laboratory, 
companies called Umbrella doing. And it was the Hive thing in the first one was interesting. Kind of cool. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Oh, no. They had good I like the idea of the Hive down there. However. I didn't like the Queen. Well, yeah. And I. Yeah, oh, that was really stupid. Yeah. And I would have much rather seen the whole movie take place in the mansion. Like the game, well, at least most of it take place in the mansion, and then maybe the end have be in the hive. And I want to actually see zombies. Yeah, and uh, that's what I want. It was the mansion full of zombies in each room. I actually wanted her to be picking up objects and be like, "Where do I use this next?" Exactly. You know, I mean, like and, and really cheesy, like because that would be great. Like I have a crank. I gotta go find somewhere to put the crank in, and then like open something, and gem falls out. And and and, and while Romero's script actually did have a lot of that kind of stuff, like kind of the Indiana awesome. Jones, I'm yeah. turning cranks and, and and I'm using different environmental objects. Um, it it very well depended on the director, and Paul Anderson could not have pulled it off in a million years, but. It could have been at least interesting to watch. If anything, it could have been a really fun B movie because it did, yeah. it, did I mean, it adhered directly to the game. So, the, like the stars, people, there were three of them in the mansion, and they, you know, they're all going through it. As opposed to the movie that we got, where an entire team goes in, and within five minutes, almost everyone's dead but like yeah. two, and you know, Mila Jovovich ends up being like the hero, and you know, the, the the only thing that was kind of decent was the the zombie dogs, but then the fact that Mila Jovovich jumps up a wall, does bullet time, roundhouse kick to the dog's head, stupid yeah. shit like that was like, no. I mean, if you're gonna make a zombie movie, a I still found it entertaining. I can see I can see how people would. I can see how people would. It wasn't my cup of tea. I do own them just to, because I'm kind of anal yeah. about that kind yeah. of shit. But I might see the third one. I do like the fact they have zombie birds. That reminds looks, me of. It looks um, cool. I think is it yeah. who? Do you know who's directing? It? Is it a different director? Well, or? I know Paul did the first one, and the second one, I believe he was just a producer and a writer. And I think I, I'm probably. I don't want to say I, he might have written this one, but I want to say it's a different director. Yeah, it so looks it could different. be different, but it does have Allie fucking Larder in it, and I hate her. No, who is she again? Remember Heroes, the blonde chick with the. Oh yeah. She plays what? Claire Redfield. What? So yeah. <sighs> And, you know, I'm just, and I'm, yeah, exactly. I hate her. The only thing she's ever been good in for me was Final Destination because she was a redhead and she was super hot. I want to see Wesker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, you, y'all out there need to check out the games. Um, I recommend the remake for the Cube. Um, well, if you've never played them, just play Resident Evil 4. Because that's the easiest one to get into if you never play yeah, them. Yeah, it's a great... Resident Evil 4 is great. I tried playing the remake for the cube, and the controls are just so fucked up. The controls up, suck, but if you have the manual, like I did, like the, 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 the strategy guide, and you just follow it through, that's the game that you want to watch someone play who's good at it. Yeah, that's true. But that's if you true. suck at it, it's honestly just backtracking, and you're F. And but the zombies in that are fucking scary. Like the That's graphics true. are fucking great. Yep. So highly recommend that one. Um, so based answer your question, I probably won't see RE3. All right. Um, if I get bored one day, maybe I will see it. Yeah. Maybe, we'll see, maybe we'll see that matinee or something. Yeah. Check Do a little it out. review or something. Exactly. And I'll come back and be like, it'd be amazing if I came back and was like, I was fucking entertained. Because <laughs> I loved the second one because it was so bad. Like the first one sucked, so I didn't really get much pleasure out of it. The second one I enjoyed because it was just horrible. When she was fighting Nemesis, loved it. Yeah, that was loved great. Loved the big fucking dude in the rubber suit. I love a man. Give me a man in suit. Yep. I will like the movie. Man in suit is fantastic. That was good. Yeah, I really very, liked very that. good. Nope. I, I definitely like the man in the suit. And the uh, the whole Nemesis thing where uh, he gets like, uh, at the end, they like are kind of wheeling him. Or no, at the end of the first one, he gets scratched and they're wheeling him out. 
and you hear him say, like, put him into the Nemesis program. Yeah, that was and cool. And then he's in the second one. I like how they tie that stuff together. And that was That's my favorite cool. part of the first one. I hope they tie more stuff in with the third one. It's not the best series of movies. It'll be okay. That is true. I hope it'll be okay. Yeah. I don't know. And basically, in other podcasts, you will hear, um, we will have a zombie one where we're just talking about zombies. But oh, we're yeah. big fans of them. We got a lot to say about zombies. Yeah. So, um, but I think for um, this podcast, I think... Um, We'll end it on that note, I guess, for this point. Not Sounds the most good. exciting note. Yeah. Um, but we promise the next one we will have, for those of you that like zombies, we will have a lot of zombie talk for the next one. So, podcast. podcast. I'm Rob Hughes. I'm CJ Larson. And it's Steel from Kevin Smith. Have a week.